from informative topics, from historical to current events, whether fiction or nonfiction, to guest interviews, both local and international. This is bringing the voices of Southern Kentucky to you. This is Deadpan Studio Podcasts. And now, here's your hosts, Matt, Cat, Tiny, and Friends. Oh, that's never going to get old. <laughs> Unlike me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of Deadpan Studio Podcast. Hello. Hello. All Hello. Right. <laughs> yeah. We, we've we missed it. A little bit, anyway. A little bit. Very much. <laughs> All right. So tonight, uh, it's going to be the three of us. Tonight, I'm your host, Matt, and I am joined by... Why do I have to do it every time? I don't know. It's me. You know who I am. Yeah, it's Cat. And who else we got with us? Tiny. Hey, my man. All right. So welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we've got a really cool show. We're going to talk uh, about a really cool topic. Uh, well, in some aspects, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, this is definitely going to be a love-hate episode. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh Let's go ahead and quickly, let's get the business out of the way so we can get into the topic of, uh, as always, if you would like to reach us, you can get us at our email, deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. You can also get us on Facebook, 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 Instagram, and Twitter. Just look for that black and white logo. You can't miss us. Uh, you can also uh, catch us through uh, Podbean, which is our server and also one of our affiliates that we, oh, yeah. What? What? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Sorry. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say no. something. <laughs> no, Podbean. It's it's our it's our server that we run everything through, and we love them because they are so good to us. If we've ever had an issue, they've taken care of it. Lickety split. So thank you, Podbean. Uh, also, we stream on a number of different streaming services, and we keep adding new ones all the time. Our main ones right now are iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as Podbean and. I just, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. I love iHeartRadio. Our numbers have kind of gone up on that, so I wanted to mention them. So, yeah, if you have iHeartRadio, you can find us on there, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, let's not forget that here at Deadpan Studio Podcast, we like to be stylish. <laughs> A little bit, anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Yeah. We like to wear the latest and greatest in fashion trends. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> but wow. but if you want, uh, if you the audience want to wear something with our nifty uh, handy dandy logo, you can get them now at our merch store, Queensboro. Queensboro is a custom logo apparel and promotional product store. They have not just shirts, but they also have activewear, bags, towels, big and tall dress shirts, fleece, hats and beanies, outerwear, polos. Sweatshirts and sweaters, t-shirts, women's apparel, and more. Ooh, I still want to be. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. So check this out. Two things. You go to deadpanstudiopodcast.qbstores.com for Queensboro. Deadpanstudiopodcast.qbstores.com. 
We have a link. If you click on that, you're going to get 25% off your order plus free shipping. Also, they have a deal for this week. When this episode drops, you're going to get 30% off all embroidered apparel and accessories if you use our link. Yay, sales. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you know why that's awesome? Because you trust the queen. That's their logo. Deadpanstudiopodcast.qbstores.com. Trust the queen, everybody. I do. Love it. Yeah. Also, we not just wear the best, we also like to hear the best. Audible is a company by Amazon. Uh, They are new to our uh, affiliate sponsorship. Yeah. Woohoo. There it is. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so check this out. Um, Audible, it's a great company. They they don't just do audiobooks. No, they don't. No, uh, they have. Oh my gosh, where where's the where's everything that they do? There's so many things that they have uh, that it's hard for me to list them all off the top of my head. But I mean, they've got podcasts, they've got audiobooks, they've got uh, books, not just audiobooks for like uh, fiction. Uh, Self-help books. Self-help books. Exactly right. They've got all sorts of really cool stuff. And not only that, but they also sponsor a bunch of podcasts, which means we have joined the elite. Ooh. Yes. I, I've been using Audible for a few years, and or maybe since 2020. So like two years or whatever, and I freaking love it. Yeah. <laughs> so check this out. If you sign up to Audible you get a free download. No. A free month. Yes, and you get a free month membership as well. Thank you for reminding me. I I missed that. I was looking at the papers, and I was looking for it. Yeah. So, yes, you get a free month, and you get a free download. How about that? And it's... (laughs) Obviously, it's not going to be a full big audiobook. It will be a uh, like the a podcast if you want to listen to them. No, you can use the credits for anything. Absolutely, that cost a credit. Yes, so check it out. We'll have the link in the show notes. So check it out. <laughs> Your free download isn't half a book. <laughs> it's a full book. <laughs> <laughs> you get an entire book. Yeah, wouldn't that be something if that's all you got? And the thing with Audible, even if you end up canceling whatever you've already gotten with whatever credits yeah. you had, you get to keep. That's right. Yep. And and if you refer your friends through our link, you get, you also will get another free month. Woo. Yeah. So uh, I'll have the link in the show notes. However, uh, we are at podbean.com slash dspodcasts. So make sure to check that out. All right, now that we got the business out of the way, that's the most we've had to do for the business. Yeah. It's all right. I'll take it. It's nice to be wanted. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so today we are, like I said, it's going to be a love-hate episode. Today we are going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the very ugly when it comes to remakes and film, TV, or music. Yes, I do not like the way you said that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's why I made it sound like that because. Ugh. It's not, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic for no reason. Hey, that's sometimes what you do. I still need that other mic so I can just sit wherever. Yeah. Tell you what. I'm, I'm the dir- by the I'm time the, we record the, the next episode, I will have that microphone for you. Thank you, because the people suffered enough with me not knowing where the hell I am. <laughs> 
got to keep the cat happy. That's right. Meow. Meow. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I made a fancy list because I got bored on lunch today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. You have like my day job. No, that's, I use my notes app. Yeah. If I could keep focus and use that, uh, then I probably would, but this is bigger print. I can read it better. ADHD. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do an episode on that. Yeah. So I just made a list of a number of these. I, we don't have to go through all of these for each of ours. If we just want to talk about a couple of them that we just thought no, were great I and awful. No, I want to tell. No. Okay. What do you want to do? Read all of them. Well, fine. <laughs> we'll do it. We will I've do been it. been making these lists, and I want to, I want to roast all of them. Okay. <laughs> well, let's start with the, let's start with a good. Uh, let's start with movies, huh? Let's start with the best remakes that we feel that we have watched as films. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we did. I didn't do any TV I'm... shows. That's okay. You don't have to. You can talk about some of these if you've seen them. A lot of these took place a long time ago. Oh, well, I wasn't thinking that far back, like... Well, I've lived I've lived way longer than you, so I've seen well, a lot of this crappy like everything that's on here is stuff that I've actually seen. So, you know, I'm not actually going by what people have said. This is stuff that I've actively seen. So, that's how I've that's how I've included it on here. You really did make a fancy list. Yeah. Uh so well, good. Let, let's hear some of your list and I'll give you my opinions about it. <laughs> All right, so some of the best remakes. How about uh, 1982's The Thing? Kurt Russell? Interesting, yes. Uh, Kurt Russell did an amazing job. (laughs) Yeah, and it was... uh, Why are you not reading them in order? I'm counting from five to one. Why? Uh, I hate that. I don't know, because I think number one is the the best of the best. Oh, but then you have three... Okay. I know that they messed up uh, when I was printing them out. And oh. I just decided that I was uh, too lazy to have to fix it. So I'd never seen <laughs> the thing. Hey, I'm definitely being... worth a watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty good horror flick too, for that matter. Yeah, and uh, usually you, when you're thinking of the thing, it actually is sort of sci-fi horror. Yeah, kind of before. I mean, not necessarily before the genre was a genre, but uh, definitely when horror just kind of got clumped in together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four is Apocalypse Now, nineteen seventy nine. Now I'm sure you're thinking that's not a remake. Well, actually, it was uh, a movie that was uh, it was a film that was made from a book. So they actually took the story and remade it into a movie. And I think Apocalypse Now is one of the best movies on the entire planet. I've never seen that, but I feel like I've heard the title a bajillion bajillion (laughs) times. So I'm like, oh yeah, you should. It's a classic. Uh, Definitely star studded. Um, I like the smell of napalm in the morning. (laughs) Probably. I'd say when the movie was cast, it probably wasn't the biggest stars of the time. But if you go back and watch the movie now, you're like, wow, this movie had everybody. (laughs) Yeah, but check this out. You know, you've got Martin Sheen, who, when he was filming the uh, the very first scene, he had a heart attack. (laughs) True. Yeah, and continued and finished the film. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, yeah, he's had a storied career, so yes and no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
the last memorable thing that he did uh, that I remember watching was uh, in one of the uh, Spider-Man movies. It was uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. He was Uncle Ben. Oh, I like Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah. I just wish more I people liked uh, it enough to get a third movie out of it. I don't think I ever saw the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. That's pretty good and not bad for a British person playing an American Spider-Man. Yeah, that's kind of what we have now. Holland's British, too. (laughs) Tom Holland is in a league of his own, so I, you know, that goes without saying. I had to Google if Tom Holland was British because I genuinely (laughs) couldn't tell. tell, And then I was was like, holy crap, he is. (laughs) So, you know what's funny about that? uh Um, I I know this is a bit off topic, but uh, Idris Elba, uh, I had watched him in The Wire. And in The Wire, he plays a very American gentleman without any kind of accent. Oh, I love Um, that, man. And and then I saw him doing uh, the show Hot Ones. I've never seen Hot Ones. to him speak. And I was like, wow, this man is very not you know, <laughs> American. You know, he he is in the running to play the next James Bond. And I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm down. Yeah, I think he'd be great. Except, you know, he, he is getting older. You know, he's in his 50s. So, you know, that, that clock is running out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stunt doubles. Stunt doubles. No, he'll do his own stunts. If he doesn't break two legs like Tom Cruise. Oh, my God. <laughs> that man just cruises to the ER is what he does. Uh, okay, next one. Next <laughs> Um next one is 2001's classic Ocean's 11. Uh, I mean the original was a brat was a was a not a brat was a rat pack movie. Not to be confused with the Brat Pack in the 80s, sorry, you know, the Rat Pack, you know, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra, and, you know, it was a good, but Ocean's Eleven, you know, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, I mean, you name it, that's a, Julia Roberts, uh, a great, Matt Damon, great film. I mean, it just... Wait, which one? We saw that, you watched it the first time when we were in Branson, Missouri. We watched it with your mom and dad. This isn't the one with the women. No. Wait, what am I thinking? No, you're thinking of that's another remake of that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I like the one with the women. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> um, um, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I have to, I'm, I'm a little on the fence with it. I, I like the one with was. Clooney was really good. Um, the original was also really good. <laughs> Yeah, Ocean's Twelve was great. Ocean's Thirteen, not so much. Uh, okay. I well, the reason I'm kind of partial to Ocean's Twelve is because I figured the movie out five minutes in, and it and it. Yeah, I know, and everyone was mad at you. Yeah, <laughs> all your friends were mad at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I leaned over to like, hey, uh, I bet this is. And he he gave me a cussing at the end, so that was fun. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that. I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep out his name in case he doesn't want to be on here. So fifteen twenty. Right. Uh, Good call. <laughs> all right. So uh, my number two is True Grit, the 2011, as in great uh, remake. Of course, you know nothing yeah. could beat John Wayne, but I tell you what, I this know. version of True Grit was amazing. Have I seen that? I don't know that you have. I watched. I watched this uh, before I got together with you. This came out in two thousand eleven. Okay. Can I don't think it's a movie. I would be like, I'm gonna watch this. No, uh, it's a it's a western. Yeah. So with I, my say, I don't of, know if it'd be. It's not really in my wheelhouse, but yeah. like, 
I, I can't say enough about it. I mean, it is a true, a tried and true hardcore Western, not a spaghetti Western like you're used to seeing, but a hardcore Western, which, you know, goes in the same vein as like, you know, Tombstone and uh, Unforgiven. I mean, just those uh, hardcore movies. And that is the top of the top to me of those type of films. So true grit. Why are they called spaghetti Westerns? Uh, That's for another fact, episode. Were, okay. Uh, oh, well, I mean, I can tell you, but it's, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I just mean that that's a that should be for another episode of delving deep uh, into it. Oh yeah, well, I don't need a deep explanation. Yeah, well, back in the '60s when they were starting to to get the westerns are starting to get big, um, they didn't actually have like uh, Spanish actors um, and things, so they would actually use. Um, they would go and, and film with Italian Italians, actors yeah. in there for yeah. Italian that's spaghetti. why it became yeah, that's why it became called a spaghetti western spaghetti because western. none kind of the racist, actors though, that they were it? using. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um It's fine, they're white. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. They are Italian. <laughs> they are Italian. I'm gonna John would get so mad. <laughs> but, no, no I am Italian. Sorry, John. <laughs> Love you, John. Uh, so, yeah, True Grit, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, now, when I get done with this last one, we can go on to another person who wants to say uh, talk about uh, some of their favorite ones uh, in film. But my number one uh, came out in 2018, and I actually went to the theater to go watch this with Kat here. It was yeah. A Star is Born. With Lady Gaga. Yeah, blew it's, me away. That's actually the only version I've seen. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Are there other version yeah uh three three yeah yeah now the nothing's going to beat the classic of chris christopherson uh when he did his version back in the 70s but this version of a star is born hands down beats the snot out of the other two it was if you're going to do a remake do it right and i feel like this film did and get lady gaga (laughs) well i mean you've got a great singer in lady gaga who actually was a really great actress in that film i'd never really seen her do anything else so she did a really great job in that she wasn't trying to be over the top she did her part bradley cooper uh i've liked him and everything and this series take of of a character that he took on this uh a lot of what this guy was going through kind of hit me a little close to home uh just it's, it's such a great movie. And he he learned to play guitar. He learned to play music. And he also oh, yeah. sang. That's That was his voice in the film. So, I mean, hands down, by somebody who, this was a passion project for him. And the fact that he had enough power to go to Coachella and tell everybody to calm down, I'm going to film a scene really quick. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. pull it off with success. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So A Star is Born. Didn't I, have, I can't say to, enough about didn't it. Didn't have to pay a crowd of extras. Yeah. He's like, hey, y'all got a stage? I'm going to come sing on it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if anybody else has any other opinion on that. But to me, that has been one of the best remakes in the most recent years, I feel. If I'm at an event, I've already paid for it, and a famous person comes on and says, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm filming a scene, and then I'm gonna invite another famous person on stage," I'd be like, "Well, hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm already here. Like, <laughs> uh, sing to me, Bradley. <laughs> sing to me, Gaga." Yeah, I remember a story she uh, she loves to tell is that uh, so. They meet at some show and uh, said he's wanting to do this movie and blah, 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 blah. And uh, 
So she invites him to her apartment where she feeds him leftover spaghetti. <laughs> and she sits down uh, at a piano and starts playing. And he starts singing. And she just kind of stops. And he's like, what? And she just said, oh, my God, Bradley, you can sing. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can do the thing. Yeah. So, but, yeah, uh, great movie. Uh, one of my favorites. As a remake, anyway. Yeah. I should have watched the original you like. Yes. Oh, with Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson, yeah. I mean, most of the things happen almost the same way, so not really spoilers, but it's handled differently than what happened with, like, you know, Bradley Cooper's character. There's an age version of the guy, like, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, the the guy ends up dying in some fashion, usually by his own hand, so... It's kind of yeah. Um. All right. So, Cat, uh, do you want to go next with uh, maybe your uh, your movies I or have more? Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. I don't have categories. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. Here's the thing. Procrastinate for two weeks. Oh, here's the deadline. Uh, write a title. Have that for three hours, and then go. I need to type something, and then type things. <laughs> that, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. That was my process. Okay. Cool. Um, let's see. I want to talk about ones I don't like. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> okay, there's probably so many things I don't realize are a remake or are probably more of a sequel Yeah. or a prequel than a remake necessarily. So, I mean, I there's so many shows and things that I love. To be fair, Tony and I are very old. So we have you've a had, lot. You've we, had more we've time. been around long enough that films were able to be remade and I, music yes. and TV. So. Okay, to be fair, so have I. <laughs> but okay, well, okay. Uh, the newest Batman movie. Wait, no. Yes, but no. Hold on, I'm recalculating. No, that's fine. Is it pretend I'm a screen and there's a circle? I'm rebooting. Okay, loading. I love this. The new Batman movie, like for Pattinson's his, Batman, yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, Robert Pattinson's um, Batman. Robert Pattinson, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna call him <laughs> Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I'm not. The Batman. No, <laughs> okay. Batman's kind of. Batman's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. But <laughs> yeah, just one. Good for you. <laughs> um, but I, I love all the Batman movies I've seen. But happily watched any of them again. Own them on DVD. How old fashioned. Blah blah blah. Um, but seeing, I don't know, seeing Batman in like his full gear in a crime scene, like looking at papers, and then the like the police officers are like, "Can he hold? Can he have that?" <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, that was funny. Like every time they just gave him the most like confused like they were looking at him and then looking at the um the people in charge Gordon that yeah. Gordon and they're like can he is can can he touch these things and Gordon's <laughs> like he's wearing gloves. like this dude in like spiky boots <laughs> and a <laughs> cape just shuffling through letters and they're like bagging things they're like can you be here like what but the detective part like watching one of my favorite things is watching characters figure shit out whether or not. I know what's going on. Like sometimes as a viewer, you can like, sometimes you are ahead of the character because then you get, you know, if you get different viewpoints, you see the character plotting and then you go back to the person that's trying to figure out what this character's doing. And you're like, Oh, I know what's happening, but they don't yet. 
But with this one, I didn't know what was going to come next. Like, I didn't know. So we were in the dark, but then he's figuring it out and then, like, going through the clues. I mean, like, drawing out things. Like, it was really cool. I like seeing characters figure stuff out and seeing Batman actually figuring out the crime and not just punching people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, there was plenty of that for sure. But, like, actually watching him figure things out in and out of the suit, like, I thought was really freaking cool. Yeah. And I hope too. I hope there's more of that with Batman and <laughs> <laughs> other other Batmans. You know, other Batmans in the future, animated or otherwise. You know, more more of him f- figuring things out, going through the clues, gathering information. I think I figured out the title for this episode. What? The good, the bad, the Batman. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not a spoiler because you've already read it before you click play. Um, and then any excuse to just say that I love Star Wars. Uh, any, I don't think there's really remakes of Star Wars. They're just continuations. and like uh, You're kind of rehashing the same idea. If you really want to nitpick, you are rehashing the same ideas. Um, well, but it's not like they took the first movie and then remade the first movie. There's just no. more. Right. But I just always want to mention Star Wars because yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, love it. I love it. I love it so much. Okay. Those are actually the only two things on my list are the things I love, even though they aren't the only <laughs> things that I love, clearly, because I've already agreed with, like, three yeah. things you said. Yeah. It's just I couldn't. That's okay. You can roll with what we say. We yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I could think of more things I didn't like. or. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because Hollywood really has done a bad job on some of these. Wait till I go through some of these, and you'll be like, ah, ha, Okay, one of my very... Well. One of my very first ones, and I will forever roast the hell out of this movie. The Last Airbender. Oh, God. The live action, well, the only live action movie. In Shamalama Ding Dong's uh, (laughs) Avatar The Last Airbender. He did Avatar so dirty. He, look, look, he's a cultured person. I mean, he's not a white person. He's a cultured person, and yet he whitewashed a movie that does not have white people in it. They... (laughs) It's like they made uh, just even just the details of like, I mean, I forget how many years ago this was, but they had so many resources open to them. They didn't even make Zuko scar as extreme as in the animation. They made Iroh like muscular and like attractive. I'm like, he's like, he, yes, he gets muscular later on, but he's supposed to be like the plump, like happy, cheery guy who loves tea, who used to be a general, blah, blah, blah. They just, and then they crammed an entire multi-season show of like two hours of epicness and all this character development and just amazing, stunning visuals. And they, they just shoved it into a crappy, like two and two hours and whatever. And just like threw it up on the screen was like, there you go. There's live action avatar. And I was like, what? I (laughs) literally. This is the only time I've ever done this. I almost walked out of the theater. <laughs> There's been movies I've gone and seen, and I, you know, was like, well, that was a cool cinematic experience. I don't necessarily need to watch it every other weekend and, like, have popcorn with it, you know, but I'm not exactly going to pop this movie in on a casual Tuesday night while I'm, like, cleaning because it's kind of intense, but, like, I, there's never been any other movie in any other category 
of any length that I hated so much. Jason X. <laughs> so I'm just going to go out on a limb here and let you know that after my theater experience with the movie The Village, I have <laughs> not watched M. Night Shyamalan movie since then. <laughs> so. well, let me tell you, no joke, we had a, uh, we had a, uh, and a fellow employee from another uh, office come over and help cover with us today. I had this conversation about those two movies <laughs> with the, with this said person. It's just so bad. We still talk about yes, it. Yes, it's so yeah. bad. But the TV show, like the it, the animated show, was so epic and so good. There's so much rich, like the cultures in the show and the the backgrounds of all the characters, the backgrounds of the war and everything, and then the epic, like, peaceful, like, rising up from the ashes kind of, like, grand finale, and then, you know, that leads into Legend of Korra and all that, like, so good. So good. And I tell you what, actually, here's the thing about... uh, uh, But the movie was so bad. (laughs) Yes. And let me tell you, uh, The Village, I, I don't, Tiny, I don't know if you'll agree with me, it was the reveal that was so bad. The rest of the movie was okay. It was pretty decent. It was the reveal. Yeah, I mean, if they, like, if you had told me, like, I spent the entire movie watching this and, and like, oh, it was actually a monster. Or yes, something. a supernatural entity. But, the same conversation but, today. <laughs> Yeah, but, and I don't want to ruin the movie for oh, anybody. Come on, Ed, look, like, you can't ruin it any worse than he already did. But when she walks out of the woods and there's like a freeway, I was like, yep, I'm done. This is, yeah, I'm, I'm, out. A, I'm out. It was a hidden community of Puritans that uh, is actually happening modern day. Yeah, that was the great yeah. twist. Thanks, M. Night, stupid puck. I'm trying to watch my language, and that's what came out was gibberish. Okay, then. But, yeah, <laughs> after that particular uh, theater going experience, I, I washed my hands and didn't see anything else that he did. Yeah. Well, tell yourself fortunate that you did not see uh, uh, The Last Airbender. It was awful. <laughs> Fair never, enough. Never watch it. Yeah. You got another one that you hate? Oh, yes. <laughs> Give us another one. We'll let okay. uh, Tiny chime Wait, in with something. To I stuff. need to read the title that I did for my unorganized list. <laughs> yeah, she read it to me. It's great. Go ahead. <laughs> Remakes I hate slash dislike, even though some of them I haven't watched yet, but some of them I have. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. um, Let's see. Okay. Was there supposed to be slash is there going to be a sequel or something to that 70s show? That yeah, that nineties show. Yeah. Okay. That nineties show. I have no interest in watching that. <laughs> well, you would really have no interest if you had seen that eighties show that came out twenty yeah. years ago. Ten years uh well no, not even that. Five years after the uh that seventies show ended. It was a different group of people and it took place in the eighties. It sucked. Oh, now, it see, literally I, sucked ten years from my life. <laughs> see, I love this that seventies show. I'd like to oh, yeah. I would like to, you know, finish it. Um she and got to the very last season, and just the new guy just kind of got to her when we were watching. It, like, I don't well, like we were watching chemistry. it together, and then like when we stopped watching stuff together, like the rest it, of the country stopped watching it when Eric left the show. I would still like to finish it to say that I finished it because yeah. I don't like to just. It, for me, it was kind of like Scrubs. Like I watched the last season of Scrubs, even though it didn't have either of the main characters on it. <laughs> yeah, and um, it took and place it, on a college campus. <laughs> yeah, yeah it med was school. Horrible. 
Yeah. But at least I can tell you I finished the, the show. I totally <laughs> like, get it. Because, oh, God. It's just, God, that was so bad. Yeah, it was horrible. Okay, so, oh, both of those are so bad. <laughs> so um, the new show coming out, How I Met Your Father. I've heard good things about it, but I have zero interest in watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, no offense to the the... This is how desperate they are about that show. They actually brought... I feel like they waited too long to do it. <laughs> uh, they brought yeah. back Robin. For those that aren't familiar with that show, Robin was played by, in uh, in the Avengers, she was... I have a hard time remembering her real name. You know this. Okay. <laughs> I can see her pa- face perfectly. Wait. Uh, oh, crap. Now I drew a blank on her name. Colby. 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 Yeah. Colby. Smothers, Kobe, uh, Colby Smothers, yes, yes. Oh my God, I that's what love it is. Her. They brought her back to try to fix and... the really crappy ending to How I Met Your Mother, and yeah, it failed. That's gonna be a no from me, dog. If she doesn't yeah. know, the... okay. Anyways, yeah, well, no interest in it. Yeah. Best of luck to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, the you newest, know? the newest cheaper by the dozen movie. It's There's a... another one. Yes. Yeah, oh Zac my Efron. god, I'm gonna have to redo my entire no wait, oh. these are things that I've are not Zach Efron, um Zach Braff. Yeah. Ugh. I mean look God. Him. Here's the thing. There's not what? twelve children, there's ten children and then the parents and oh here's the big thing. The dad's white and the mom's black. Ooh <laughs> Diversity. Yeah. Like, give us a new freaking story. Like <laughs> and do it right. You know what like, I literally I just, I have? Don't, I don't care that there's a sassy girl and a and a tech nerd thing, and that they're uh, like, oh, I don't care. You know what that movie I don't proves? Care. Give us new people. Give us new stories. There's too much culture in the whole world. See, but you know what this so movie proves? So many amazing proves? stories, both real and fictional, that you can draw from. I don't want another cheaper by the dozen show. I don't but, care. But you know what this really proves? <laughs> I don't care. Is that Zach Braff is just having a hard time paying rent. Yeah, apparently. Well, I hope he had fun and made friends. <laughs> yeah. I hope the craft service was great. I don't know what to say, right. about, but I don't care. All right, let's let's hold um, off before you go to another one because that's that that right there has sickened me so much. I need to move on from that. <laughs> yeah, so hold on to, to some more of yours, please. I want to trust one more. Okay. Uh, well, hold on. Uh, I mean, seriously, it has turned my stomach thinking about that movie. <laughs> it is a movie. <laughs> Yes. Oh, God. It's a dis- it's Tiny, Disney. what you got, man? It's on Disney Plus, you know, straight Ew. to streaming. It, but that, that nauseated me. But we don't need another <laughs> remake that isn't even accurate. It's supposed to be 12 children, and then the parents, and then there's 12 children. Parents don't make the 12. Okay. Um, one that's probably near and dear to your heart. Uh, Is this Matt? good or bad? Uh, well, it was so bad, it was funny. I'll okay. All right, all right. Um, there is a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix right now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's, and, that is uh, on my queue. It's not it, on mine. It's, um, I, I, will, I will not ruin it for you, um, because I know that you are like me, and you will watch everything that is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Um, I won't. <laughs> I won't make it, you either. I, no. It was... Um, I found it to be comical. <laughs> it just uh, is it just I mean, it the, is it slapstick and over the top in, in the type of stuff that it does. It was uh, okay. campy. So I'll say it, not as much campy as you would expect, but it was just 
It, yeah, very over the top. Like, were they trying like one, to pull off houses of Th- House of a Thousand Corpses type of thing? Where, I mean, <laughs> no, it, what, no, that was over actually, the top, but in a good way. Well, no, they actually did a pretty good job with the story um, uh-huh. because it, it it takes place um, like fifty years after the original, and it goes through and kind of gives backstory and all this stuff. So Leatherface but, is like eighty, right? <laughs> yeah, like he. Yeah, it was. But uh, like one of the first, like one of the first kills, they kill this little girl, and like he basically like cuts her stomach open, and they show her dying, and I'm like, okay, that's that's okay. But like later on in the in the movie, somebody gets hit in the chest with a sledgehammer, and then just gets up and runs away. <laughs> and I'm like, so okay, you know, so there's the no continuity got... and no no. Uh, <laughs> no. It... Whatsoever. Look, no. look. I'm okay. sure a sledgehammer would take anybody out. <laughs> okay, look, look. You never had to worry about that in the Jason Voorhees movies. <laughs> you couldn't true. kill him. He could come back from the dead, but you at least, when somebody's killed, they are killed. Dead. They are yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a whole. Believe it or not, there's a whole lot of uh, chainsaw deaths. So I mean, it was. Well, to be fair. I have to say that is one thing I thought those movies lacked was if it's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there needed to be more deaths by chainsaw. More chainsaw. Well, there, there definitely is, um, and and I don't know where I don't know where they got this chainsaw, but it apparently sat in a woman's attic for forty years and still ran without Why? a problem. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. Yeah, uh, amazing chainsaw. Well, that that's, that's, look, that's just like somebody's uh, somebody's husband who has a hot rod in the garage that says, "No, honey, I don't drive it." Uh, uh, except he's tired all the time and he gets out at three o'clock in the morning and just drives it around the block. <laughs> right. I don't know why it's warm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it got fresh gasoline in it. Uh, <laughs> the gas fairy. Um, but I, it was it was. To me, like I said, it was. I didn't look at it as a remake, um, even though it pretty much is a remake. It was uh, a it was a requel. It, yeah, it was, and it reeked. It's worth watching, but Aww. yeah, don't go into it with high hopes. Requel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and another another movie that I have to say, um, kind of along the lines of uh, True Grit for you, uh, Walking Tall, um, the remake oh, of The Rock. Yeah. Uh, did an excellent job. On yeah, making that I, I have to say, but to be fair, the originals weren't great at all. So they no. and Dwayne hadn't been acting very long, so it wasn't that. I mean, he if you watch that movie, he he wasn't that great of an actor. Uh, but yeah, when it you was count, very much it, yeah, it was very much the Rock being the Rock. You know? Yeah, <laughs> he was not the highest paid actor in Hollywood at that point. So. <laughs> no. But it was it wasn't bad. Now I have to say, in that movie, the scar job that they put on him looked awful. It yeah. looked like somebody's. Uh, it looked like somebody's uh, middle school uh, theater troupe had applied that, uh, you know, rubber stuff onto him, yeah. latex, liquid latex to him, and just did not even you know blend the edges. It was just awful. No, they went to Spirit Halloween, bought the cheapest prosthetic. Oh no, it wasn't even that. They went to an offshoot uh, that they went down to Mexico to get. <laughs> Spirito Halloweeno. Oh my god, that's right. Don't say that. Okay, sorry. Don't, don't say that. Take that back. Okay, I take it back. We're, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, I do apologize. That was bad. All right. Anyway, um, and as uh, if we're talking about TV shows, um, 
you know, uh, they they redid Saved by the Bell. Oh, God. I've tried. And, I tried. Uh, I tried. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, you know, the, the more that I think about it, the original show, um, even though I grew up on it and it still holds a special place in my heart, uh, the original show, it's pretty a pretty toxic <laughs> from yeah. today's standards. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so I haven't seen the remake. And I have Ugh. no want to see the remake. Well, the only thing that it has working for itself outside of bringing back original actors is that they are literally making fun of the original series. <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe I can get behind. I don't know. It's I sort just... of like... Like if uh, like if they took a real person from the audience and insert it into Bayside High when uh, you know in the original, you could they would literally be walking around going, "This is weird. Why are these people like this?" That's a, that's pretty much how the lead the the lead new uh, young actors are. It's like uh, you know these new this new these two new students. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, are now starting at Bayside High and they're just kind of like culture shock what like, the hell's going what, on what is this crap yeah so but yeah yeah i'm right man it's awful it is such a bad show and it got renewed for my, another season yeah no uh my i don't have a lot of time to sit down and watch things anymore well don't waste um, it on that i, I was gonna say i have to be picky <laughs> yeah. about what i watch so yeah probably not gonna make the list no no <laughs> Uh, now I do have a list of really bad movies, really bad. Uh, let me let me. Okay, I'm not going to go through all of them, but I'll, I'm going to give you. Yeah. I'll just say <laughs> the 1998 version of Godzilla, Matthew Broderick, where Godzilla was a lizard. That movie gave me a migraine. <laughs> I feel like you told me that before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the 2005 Will Ferrell uh, movie, Bewitched. Bewitched, yeah, that was going to be on my list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that thing, it, it sucks so bad. Yeah. It crosses genres. I do like where it was like, they changed the original actor and nobody even noticed. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have to say. For the guy actor, the yeah. girl or whoever he was there. Yeah. yeah. No oh. one noticed. Now, my number one. The bad acting in both of these is what really drew me into why these were so bad. But they really let these like you know vehicles rest on the acting ability of what is normally great actors, but with a really bad script and really bad acting on both of them because they, they were pretty much phoning it in. I'm going to lump both of these. There's not really a two-in-one. These are both on the same level. Total Recall, 2012 with Colin Farrell. God, I like, watched one episode of, well, no, not even. Um, so there was, on Nickelodeon, there were two shows, iCarly and Victorious, kind of. Well, they same, came, same universe? Actually, yes, I think. Okay. Well, yes, because of the one I'm going to name. I loved iCarly, loved Victorious, but then, you know, I was getting into, you know, teenage them during, that was like a teenager show, like yeah. young to mid teenager and then a few years after that well more than a few years 
um, the show came out with that was called Sam and Cat, which took two of the main characters from both of these shows and put them together. I don't know why. <laughs> but I was just, I just wasn't the demographic anymore. It was like they were trying to call back to not only these two really popular characters, but then creating more new nonsense. But it's not like they took them and made a like mature show. They were still doing like the bright colors and f- and lots of layers and big reactions to everything. Like, oh my god, I can't believe that guitar just popped a string. I'm I don't know if there's any guitars, but like you know what I mean. <laughs> like that over the top, like whoa, yeah. Did the pasta just boil over on the stove. Oh my god, what are we gonna do? Like some like. <laughs> Crazy oh, nonsense like that, which is so convoluted and stupid, uh, you know, but it's like there it's and it's meant for an audience that's going to enjoy it. But it's definitely not this audience. Though. But it's I, I guess it's not really a remake, but it's like, you know, it's taking it's that, sort of a requel. Well, it's taking that universe and then two characters that I like as the characters from their shows from the time that when I watched it, but then they put it together with like the same humor I just was like, I don't have. That was like really. Any that was like the really bad episodes when they tried. Uh, the, uh, this I'm speaking to Tiny on this one. Do you remember when uh, Say by the Bell crossed over with California Dreams? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, same same type of <laughs> same thing. Type it's of awful. Thing. Uh, oh yeah, horrible. And then on that make this is a remake, I guess, but the mature version of iCarly where they like drink alcohol oh the new and, one and they say cuss words i'm so glad that like, like if they're having a great time you know and reconnecting and making new connections like great for them you know coming back together amazing i don't have any interest <laughs> <laughs> i mean i loved iCarly when i watched the original yeah but like when they first made the announcements you know when when there's like a show you watch when you're younger or whatever, and then like at like a movie premiere for something else, like cast members come together and you're like, oh my god, it's the characters together again. Oh, how cute! It's like a mini reunion, blah blah blah. Or they come and do like a little, you know, like an interview or something. Or so, or it's like an anniversary thing, and it's like a one episode, and they talk about their memories. Like that kind of stuff is cool, but I don't have any interest whatsoever in watching. The mature version of iCarly. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just don't care. I get it. Like I Same. wish, I wish them the best, but I hope they're having. But not a, our best. I hope no. <laughs> well, <laughs> not my ratings for sure. Like, yeah. Um. Let's see. I never watched Fraggle Rock, so any new remake of it, <laughs> I could not possibly care less. That's because the hints and uh, stuff freaks you out a little bit. Okay, look, I appreciate the talent and the time it takes to do these puppets. Or Muppets. But when there's, like, a couple of them, it's okay. Like, Master Yoda, give me all the puppet Master Yoda you want. Like, But it's just, like, one. Or, you know, maybe, you know, a couple puppeteers in, like, a Star Wars universe where, you know, when there's only, like, a couple puppets and it's not an actor in makeup or like an animal in a suit that's fine but something about just roomfuls of the puppets (laughs) freaks me out (laughs) again the artistry and the time and like making these you can't just there's no machine that can just pop these out you know 
and the dedication these people have to it. Amazing. Appreciate the craft. Keep doing it for a thousand more years. Ama- awesome. Uh, no, not for me. <laughs> I watched the labyrinth once. Appreciate the storyline. Freak. Did, no. Too many puppets. Well, that's kind of uh, that's kind of the majesty of that puppets. movie is that it's supposed to freak you out a little bit and also have an awesome story. So uh, Bowie between yeah. Bowie's crotch and the puppets, <laughs> <laughs> those people like are like Bowie's crotch. Yeah, that was the labyrinth. That was the uh, labyrinth. yeah. <laughs> like, and then okay, last yeah. one that I actually typed something yeah, out for. Ahead. One of my all time most favorite things, like shows, was the Rugrats. Oh, I know, yeah. And okay. also, like, the Wild Thornberries. So, like, when they did, like, the collaboration movie, I was, like, freaking out. I was like, oh, my God. Well, uh, another my, one of the best Tim Curry. Uh, losing thing, my shit uh, as a kid. You know, Love that. Things he's done. Love both of those. But there's there's a new, there's going to be a new Rugrats show. And it's, like, a weird 3D animation that isn't the realistic kind of 3D animation where you're like, this is okay. It's. Very obviously, like, this is a cartoon, but now it's 3D, bright colors, kind of weird. So you're saying that, the, so you're saying that the writers came together and had shrooms before they decided to make the show again. I've seen pictures, and it's very disturbing. I don't like it. <laughs> you're taking these, like, soft, nice little, t- like, 2D characters, and it's... And then making it look that animation style was was kind of creepy anyway. Now you're going to try to make it real no, but, or 3D. Uh, but that's, no, that's the thing; they're me. taking the 3D, but they're not doing the more realistic 3D. They're doing yeah. the weird bobblehead 3D. Yeah, it's like what they did. That's yeah. like what they did when uh, they uh, did a 3D version of the Simpsons opening. Yeah, that just that yeah, was, just, that was, that was horrible. I think yeah. they're going back to before um, Tommy's little brother was born. Which that's oh, fine because t- d- uh, Dill, Dill, yeah. Dill pickles. <laughs> they got a, they got away with that pun. But <laughs> um, I mean, the show was. I, of course, I didn't pay attention to seasons as a child. I wasn't like, this is season three. I was just like, I'm watching the show. So I don't know what season Dill was introduced. Oh. But I know there was plenty of co- plenty of the show before him, and then like you know she had another baby. So them going back to before he had the brother, and then probably ending up with the brother later on. Like, that makes sense, but it's the animation and the fact they're de-aging one of the older characters so she can, like, hang out with them more. The Susie character, who I think she's she's not immediately introduced, I think. It's been a, it's been a while since I've watched it. It's been a hot minute since it's I've seen the show, so I don't know. It's been a hot minute since i watched Rugrats. Yeah. But <laughs> my thing is, is with Susie, is she's supposed to be, like, when she's there, she's supposed to be the buffer between Angelica Who's like bullying them, and then like these literal babies, <laughs> like yeah, how dare you be babies? Uh, like, because <laughs> she, she's like, because they bring her over to like hang out with Angelica because they're you know the same age, but then she like defends and hangs out with the the babies, but now they're making her younger than Angelica, but then I guess still older than babies. So I'm like, how's she supposed to? <laughs> she just <laughs> how. Very if she's supposed Welcome to be younger to and smaller, yeah. and then, like, I don't know if they got any of the original people. I, it's, I haven't delved into it. I don't really care. If that information randomly pops up while I'm scrolling Facebook and I go, oh, they got the original actor for such and such character, okay. But they're just, and then they're trying to be, like, progressive with the twins' mom, saying that, I think, 
again, I didn't dive deep into this, but I think they're going to say, I think they're going to say she's bisexual or something, which I, why can't a mom just be like athletic and like give you a like one arm hug around the neck? Because without, toxic without masculinity also, syndrome also. of the uh, the writers. But here's the thing: it was like I don't know. It's like why can't the woman be strong without also wanting to like women, and then the man be softer spoken, but then, like, if the time comes, also stand up for his family. Like, if it works for them, it works for them. Obviously, they have kids and yeah. they're together. It's because she wears sweats and a and is like goes to the gym doesn't mean she has to be a lesbian automatically. Like, she clearly is with a man and not, you know, it's just, they're trying to kind of throw that in there with a character that already existed with this personality, but that wasn't part of her personality. So it's, again, it's taking an existing character and shoving something into them that wasn't there before just to be like, look at us, we're doing a thing. No, make a new character. (laughs) Make a new show, like... And then also don't do animation that's freaky yeah, <laughs> and like weird and, <laughs> and, and lumpy and 3D. And it's, oh, it's the weird 3D. It's the weird 3D that freaks me out and I don't like it. And I don't have any interest in it. And I know the demographic isn't my age, obviously, but as someone who enjoyed the original, this, let's just say it's not something I'm going to introduce my kids to or my nephews do. The, ori- right. the original, yes. I mean, they've already watched some of the the, the Rugrat movies and the Wild Thornberry movies and stuff, um, and they like them. I still stand by those movies. Amazing. But, yeah, I just, it's... It's like yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show this to you because it's trash. <laughs> uh, let, I I do have a music category. I know Kat said she didn't. Uh, let me go through we some of these. To do music. Well, I I just thought because I, I started listening to music and then I, I heard some really bad stuff this week and it made me mad. I couldn't think of a remake. Well, well d- should I go through the great ones or should I go through the worst ones first? I really don't care. Uh, do the worst one. I don't. Know, okay. I don't know what you could say for either. So okay. All right. Well. Uh, I do not have any music, musical opinions oh, that's on okay. this. That's all right. Well, the first one I'll mention is Michael Jackson uh, created and then remade by Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal. It was, you know, for the shock value, it was okay when it came out. But, yeah, it does not stand or? up yes. to the original. Yeah, it, uh, Alien Ant Farm remade Smooth Criminal. I did it was, not know, it was a crime. I did not know such... A band existed with that name, nor yes. that they did this. Uh, they weren't around very long, <laughs> just our senior year in high school, and they ruined a great yeah. song. Uh, <laughs> wait, uh, who, no, ruined wait. a classic. Alien Ant Farm. No, who took the song and ruined it? Alien Ant Farm. Oh, I thought you were saying Michael Jackson no, ruined it. No, no, Michael Jackson made the no. song. Bro, okay. Uh, so they did a remake of his song. Yeah. Uh, next, I've got... Okay. Uh, like, the Who so and their song "Behind Blue Eyes" and Limp Biscuit remade it. Uh, Fred Durst should be kicked in the junk for this. <laughs> yes, uh, Anthony Stewart had much better remake. Yes, very Blue much. <laughs> now I have to say, Limp Biscuit didn't stop there. I, I I've got this as an honorable <laughs> mention, but he also remade George Michael's Faith. <clears throat> Which have is faith. what got them on. That's what got them on people's radar, though. Which one? I, I see a target and a crosshairs uh, aiming at him. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I mean, uh, Three Dollar Bill, y'all, is their first album, and that's what Faith was on. That's that's the song that blew up Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Um, not that I particularly care for their remake. Well, uh, when I you, do enjoy you, the George Michael like, version. George Michael but, version is great, but but when you change it and you add in Fred, Fred Durst's very whiny rapping plus his screaming, <laughs> at Faith. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. No, yeah, I didn't say it was a good remake. I just said it's a <laughs> Um, now, now, Mick, you may have uh, some choice words for me on this one, but <laughs> Pink Floyd's "Another Brick in the Wall" was remade by Corn. Yes, was, it was. It was bad. It was bad. It was that not was, the greatest. That was not their shining moment. Uh, my personal opinion, I don't think Corn should remake anything. Um, yes. They're, their original music is outstanding enough. They don't have to lean on covers. I don't know why they did it, yeah. but they did it. <laughs> All right. I've got two more that I'm going to do the best, and then we can head out of here. Uh, Don Henley, amazing musician. Boys of Summer, when it was remade by that god-awful alternative, whatever they were band, the Ataris. The Ataris? Yeah. They did um, not capture the magic of that song. I just felt like they were like, hey, let's let's just play it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was not a fan. I was not either. Uh, now, now you may find this a little funny, but uh, uh, Metallica, uh, they did Enter Sandman, obviously. Yeah. But the worst remake of that song was also by Metallica. I uh, can get with that. From yeah. their S&M album when they added an orchestra to it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, they thought that was going to be a big... And it was not. So how do you, as a band, create uh, a classic, forever, you know, remembered song and then remake it and ruin it? How do you do that? How do you ruin your song? At least it's their song. Yeah, at least it's their song to ruin. Look, Cat's even laughing about it. How do you ruin your own song? You already did it. Just leave it alone. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So here's the great ones, okay? Now... I'm going to start with five and go to one. I have five of them. David Bowie, the man who sold the world. Mick, do you know where I'm going with this? Nirvana. Nirvana. Amazing version of that song and made it better. Even Bowie admitted that that was a better version. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Unplugged was, yeah. Uh, Next, uh, now this is a song that I, I would actually like played at my funeral. Thanks for telling me on recording. <laughs> uh, Jeff Buckley uh, wrote a song uh, called Hallelujah, and it was remade by Leonard Cohen. That song, I can't listen to it without crying. It's It hits me uh, just in a, a very, very special way. And to take a song that was already perfect and then make it even better is just unheard of. That down somewhere for me. I will have it always. <laughs> um, yeah. Next is uh, the Guess Who. Now they had a really one really big hit, and it was American Woman. I thought Lenny Kravitz did a really good job okay. at remaking it. Which one did I just whisper sing? Uh, um, Lenny Kravitz version. Okay, well that's the one I know. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> uh, okay. I, now, I didn't say it was great. I said I thought he did a great job. That's the whole point. He didn't ruin the song. He didn't make it no, worse. No. He didn't do anything bad to it. But as a remake, I thought he did a good job. 
I just they, I, okay. So my my only qualm with that is that I didn't think that song should have been remade. Like it wasn't okay, good that's enough fair. to be remade. That is fair. <laughs> but the fact that even though he shouldn't, it, it didn't need to be remade. But he remade it and he didn't ruin it. That was the point. Yeah, he got Heather Graham to save that whole situation. Yeah, she got to dance around in an American flag bikini. So that's uh, that saved <laughs> yeah. it in the video. Uh, yeah, that saved that whole song. But okay, yeah. we're good. All right, two more, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, number two, Bob Dylan, all, all Along the Watchtower, remade by Jimi Hendrix. By with, far, leaps and bounds yes. better by Jimi. With an honorable mention, and this whole ties this whole thing together, Bear McCreary, that man I just uh, was talking about, he did the soundtrack to uh, the Masters of the Universe uh, Revelation. He also did the soundtrack to Battlestar Galactica. He redid that right. song all along the Watchtower. It it was so good. Obviously, uh, it's not we'll better than Hendrix. It is not better than Hendrix, but that, that's why it's an honorable <laughs> mention. Yeah, that's an honorable mention. It was great. Number one, and I, I don't think anybody can argue with this from uh, with me. And. This one I really can't listen to the the better uh, the the person who remade it. I cannot listen to that without crying. I cannot. Nine Inch Nails wrote a song. Trent Reznor wrote a song called "Hurt," and oh, it was remade yeah, yeah. by the Man in Black himself, Johnny Cash, right before he died. I cannot watch that video and listen to that song without crying. I mean, hard crying. Oh gosh. Yeah. The, just, yeah. Not Reznor, I mean, no. Reznor basically said, it's his know, song. that's his song now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The person who wrote it, and it made a great song. It was a very, I mean, it's a depressing song anyway. It's Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> but for somebody to say that that is no longer our song, that is their song, says something. Yeah. And I, look, I'm thinking, I'm getting chills right now thinking just, I've got that song going in my head now. I don't know I've any of the lyrics, so I'm not getting chills, but. <laughs> but yeah. If I listen to it, I'd probably feel something. But. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to watch the video with it. It's the yeah. last video yeah, the that video. they had his uh, wife right before she died, June Carter Cash. You know. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Please don't. All right. Yeah. Crying. I'm not going to start crying on mic. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Think about puppies. I, uh, I does know. anybody else uh, have anything they want to add to that? Because I, I unless anybody can think of anything better than Johnny Cash's version of Hurt, uh, as a remake of Nine Inch Nails version of Hurt, uh, I'm all ears. And that that includes you, audience. If you have any suggestions you would like to to bring to us, get a hold of us on our social media as well as our email, deadpanstudio18 at gmail dot com. Well, no, give their opinions. Well, yeah, give us your opinions. Um, There's probably so many songs I listen to that. Are a remake like or parts now, of it? Now, I now when you make these lists, you got to understand this is bias. This was my list. Oh, this, yeah, is this is my stuff that I felt was better. Fully our opinions. Yeah, I had you know public uh, public consumption and public opinion had no bearing on me. So, but anyway, uh, of course, if you want to check us out, uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio. We're also on Podbean, DeadpanStudio.podbean.com. Check out our merch store, DeadpanStudioPodcast.qbstores.com. Go check out our social media. Go uh, when this episode drops. Click on the link in the show notes to get a free month and uh, some uh, and a free download from Audible as well as the credit. Yeah, credit. Good lord, thirty percent off uh, all embroidered apparel at uh, Queensboro. We'll do a better job next time, Audible. Yeah, sorry, Audible. Yeah. (laughs) 
And with that, um, this week I, I've had a lot of fun talking uh, talking about this stuff. Uh, I think we're good. Yeah, yep. absolutely love it. All right. Well. While I'm thinking about it, I'm sending you the woman I mentioned. Thank um, you. That Thank did you. the breakdown of Mulan. She's right. really awesome. Cool. There so check that out. Be a be on the lookout for that uh, in the show notes as well. So with that, uh, that's it for us here at Dead Pan Studio Podcast this week. Uh, uh, I'm your host, Matt. I'm Kat. And Tiny. We'll catch you all down the road. See y'all. Join us next time for Bringing the Voices of Southern Kentucky to You. This is Deadpan Studio Podcasts. Thanks for listening.